Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast, where we bring you the heart and soul in sports. With your hosts, Brad Perry and Tanner Perry. Now, from the backwoods of East Tennessee, two knuckleheads to help you navigate the field, the mat, the court, and the track. Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast. This is Coach Brad Perry. I uh, hope you're having a great day. I'm here with Coach T. Coach T, you doing good today? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Hey, we're in the middle of a series here. We're talking about coaching instincts, those things that are uh, just instinctive to being an intentional coach. Uh, we've hit uh, check my heart, take an initiative. Uh, don't be a lone ranger coach. Don't do it alone. Uh, today we're going to focus on the athletes. Focus on the athletes. You know, uh, teams need players. Can't, can't have a team without without players and if you don't focus on them they probably won't stay with you that's very true <laughs> a little dramatic pause there a little dramatic pause gotcha yeah. all right so hey here's here's some things that that i think are really important number one realize and understand that players are people players are people and you can treat them just like they're the little plastic football miniature icon things. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I had a, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen these before, Coach Steve, because you're not old. Um, I had an electric football field when I was when I was little. So you had these little football players in different stances. And you set them up on the field, and you turned it on, and it vibrated, and your football players would move with the vibration. There was a little disc on the bottom, so you could determine which way they were going. This That's is great. Before before Nintendo, Atari, and all that good stuff. Uh, before Madden. Yes. Before this. Now was we got Madden. The OG Madden. The OG Madden. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of times, I, I've seen coaches treat their athletes like those little figurines on that game, uh, and, and and just totally miss the idea that the players that that are putting the uniform on are people, uh, and they have. Uh, they have problems other than the ones that they create in the locker room and on the field. Yeah. Uh, they have feelings, they have emotions, they have strengths, they have weaknesses. Uh, players are people. And I, and I think that's the key to focusing on them is focus on the person first. Then, then you can focus on the player. And, and, and you know, most intentional coaches do that and, and they're great at it. But I think it's one of those things that we constantly have to remind ourselves of. That kid comes into practice, he's a person. He, yeah. He fumbles the football in the fourth quarter. He's still a person. Uh, you know, and, and he's going to be more upset at himself probably or just as upset at itself as, as I'm going to be as a coach. So I think the first key to focus on the athletes is to realize and understand that, that players are people. Coach T, what do you think? No, it's true. I mean, they're like like you said, they're not robots. They can't. They their performance a lot of times is going to directly come out of you know them as a person. It's a representation of them. Um, and if you're not taking care of, you're not fixing the person that the athlete is, then the the game and the skill is never gonna gonna catch up either. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And as we build that relationship and we treat them like people. Uh, we're going to get to know them a little better. Uh, and, and, you know, if you're a coach, you know this. I don't have to say this. But 
everybody's home environment is not the same. And a lot of times we don't know what that athlete's coming to school and practice from. We don't know what they've been through the night before. We don't know, you know, did they get to sleep? Uh, did they have heat? Did have they have they eaten? Mm. Um, you know, and and keeping that in mind, you know, as we go through and pouring into the person, not just the player, uh, will help them to be better people long term. But it'll also help them be a better player. Uh, because the reality is, as a coach, you're not just coaching a season uh, or a high school career of an athlete. You're coaching, your coaching influence is going to last a lifetime. So we, we need to look at that. You know, how am I coaching the person, not just how am I coaching the player? And, and realize that every player isn't coming into practice from the same environment. No. No. And it's, and it's building, you know, good habits that are, that are consistently, um, you know, reinforced every single day that that make them they're going to use that when they get out of high school they're going to use that in college they're going to use that in the in in the workforce so what are some of those habits you mean you should build building good habits what are some of those habits that we need to to instill as a coach in the way we interact with our student athletes that will help uh, help propel them beyond their high school sports career i think one of one one big thing for me is is at the stage in their development as a person, as, as most of them as athletes too, they're, they're trying to learn how to learn for themselves. You know what I mean? The, like, uh, I feel like a lot of, a lot of people miss that, that, that they haven't, most of them haven't figured out their system for <laughs> learning. Talking about high school and middle school athletes, probably none of them. Yeah, exactly. That. I mean, uh, it's, it's, they don't, they don't know how to, figure this stuff out and they don't know their little systems that they'll make throughout their lifetime to, to learn quickly. Yeah. I'm old and sometimes I don't. Yeah. I'd struggle with it too. Absolutely. Yeah. We all do. So, so we need to pour into the person and help, help them learn how to, how to learn, how to learn whatever that is, well, whatever that means. I mean, I, and you can use that and apply that in skill. You can use that and, and apply that in the classroom or, or, or whatever, but it's, it's, you know, them being a little bit individual with, themselves and being like hey this is how you know a a four a 4.0 student is going to learn a little bit differently than the kid that's just trying to pass yes i mean that's just the truth i mean that's just the reality so we have to we have to know that and and reinforce the fact that we're building life skills like work ethic like um you know a, a strong mentality towards their 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 work and and all of this, all these good habits that we're trying to build. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, from an athletic standpoint, you know, that kid that comes in and is kicking a 40 and bench pressing double his body weight and cranking out 20 pull-ups without straining is going to play better than the kid that comes in that can't do those Yeah, things. now he's still going to have problems. Yes. He's, he's still going to have his own problems. They're going to be different than the kid that's doesn't have that kind of athletic ability, yeah. probably. Um but, so I think that's a big part of but it. But both are people, and, and we got you, you went a little deeper than I than I, I was just thinking. You know, just simple, everyday kind of things of of. I want to talk to my players, my athletes, like they are people. Yeah. Not not like they're you know little. Just show, do it right. Just do it right. Show and them some respect and yeah. and have conversations, whether it's about life or whether it's about sport. Um, just just show your athletes some respect and treat them like people. Have conversations with them. Uh, like people, I, we in youth ministry, we used to thing all the time that, 
um, every every student that came in was was going to get an appropriate touch three times before they left the room. Uh, a lot of our kids don't get that appreciation at home. They're they're, they're not being show, shown affection at home. So you know, high fives, football players. You know, give them a slap on the helmet. Good game them, uh, but do something. Uh, you know that shows some. Hey, I I really do care about you. Uh, you know that. You know, grab that shoulder and give it a little squeeze goes a long way. They got to remember that we're, we're we're doing this to have fun. I mean, honestly, that that's if if we didn't have fun with it, why? If we didn't love it, we you know, we we got to remember to enjoy the process. Yes, and and not just look at a junior season as or or a sophomore season or whatever. It's just a season, but it's a chance to enjoy. You know, take it in, soak it in. You're not going to be there forever. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. I mean, it's if you don't take the time to actually stop and smell the roses, then you won't know there ain't, there's no roses there. <laughs> you know, you have no idea. You're just walking through a field of flowers. You don't yeah. know what they are. Yeah, you know, it's a good point. It's a good point. I think another real practical, just simple thing is look them in the eye when you talk to them. Um, you know, eye contact goes a long way. Um. You know, as a senior minister, we tell our greeting team at church, give them a word, a touch, and a smile. Uh, know their name. Man, you know, if you can call a kid by name. Uh, and it, and if, you know, hey, you got 100 athletes, you know, sometimes that's hard. Uh, one of the things we, we would do is we we give kids nicknames. Oh, we still do. <laughs> I mean, we've had uh, ham bone, lunchbox, biscuits. It's amazing how many of our nicknames are food. Well, we're wrestlers. Food driven. I mean, hey. You know, and those came, you know, from building relationships, treating them like people, loving on them. A lot of them have a story behind them. Um, some of them don't. Um, but, you know, it was our way of getting to know them and making sure that they knew we cared. Um, Coach T, any other things you can think of? Um. I, I like this question, um, and I and I think, you know, we got players. We need to to be able to, to articulate and communicate why you want to play for me. Mm. You know, oh, go, that's good. Go to that shortstop and and just try to answer why does he want to play for me as a coach? Why does he want to play for me as a baseball coach? What am I doing that makes him? Well, you know, and, and if you're in a successful program, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, we're going to win. And yeah, yeah we, we want to have fun, but winning's fun. Um, oh, I mean, yeah, no, it is. I used to recruit. Um, I used to recruit and tell, tell right in the hallway and tell, stop a kid, say, how much do you weigh? Uh, you need to wrestle. And this was my recruiting line. I'll make you an all-conference athlete. Now, I didn't tell him that, you know, they play four, and there's only five teams in the conference. <laughs> so that that standard, that bar wasn't very high. Uh, but uh, I mean, it's still that you know, hey, you know, for me, it's hey, why do you want to play? I'm gonna I'm gonna help you win, mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily the best best line to use. I think we need to clarify that win a little better than. You know, but it might get them in the door. It might get them in the door, and then we can build the relationship. And from they there. get in the door, and they start they start liking it, and they start liking you as a coach, and yeah. they start joining the family, and then we have the conversation of, okay, it, here's this goals, is bigger. This here's is bigger, goals, yeah. bigger than just winning. 
But I think that's a good question. Coaches need to they need to be able to communicate and articulate. Why why does an athlete want to play for you? You know, what do you what do you really what are you bringing to the table? Uh, why do you want to play for me? And there's some physical aspects to that. There's also some mental and spiritual aspects to that. There's short term, you know, hey, I'm gonna be all conference. Um, I'm gonna be a part of a program. But there's also those really long term goals. I'm gonna be a better husband, wife, father, mother member of society uh, th- that goes in into that as well. I feel like that's just a good evaluation for, for you as a, as a coach too. I mean, it's just, you know, yeah, if, it is. If, if, if you go and ask your athlete that question, they don't say that they say this thing that you think that they should say or whatever you want them to say. You're not. Yeah. You know, they're going to have a different like, perspective hey, than we will. Yeah. Cause they're coming from it from a different angle, but I, I like the question because it, it makes me focus on doing the things that would make a young athlete want to come and play for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then I think a, a big tip in this, focusing on the athletes, is do something away from the sport. I was talking to a coach uh, at, at a tournament a couple of weeks ago, and he he said uh, he their their team's doing a team outing. They he actually invited me to come along to play paintball. He's, they're oh, taking fun. their team to go play paintball. Um, they're doing something away from away from the sport, so everybody gets to kind of be a non-athlete, at, you know, for a little while. You know, we, we, we're going to go play paintball. I'm not a point guard. I'm not a post player. I'm not a wing. I'm not just a guy. I, I'm just a just dude a trying not guy. to get shot with a paintball gun. Right. Um, so do something away from the sport, and that, and that could take on all kinds of different. You know, looks. Um, one of our great coaches, the legendary coach uh, up here in East Tennessee at Westridge High School, basketball coach, Coach John Dyer. We love him to death. Uh, every year, um, he takes his team on a team retreat, and and this year we actually hosted that here at the FCA Area Training Center. Um, but they go and spend a weekend together, uh, and get to know each other away from Coach T. You've done that with your team, yeah. It's very successful just as far as, like, creating a team bond. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be anything. It doesn't have to be that. I mean, that's that's a little higher-level commitment. It costs money, and you got a couple of days probably where there's nights that you're not going to sleep because you're wrangling up teenage athletes. But, you know, it can be something as, hey, we're going to have a putt-putt tournament at the local putt-putt course. We're going to go play paintball. We're going to go do something away from um, – away from school campus if that's possible but away from the sport mm-hmm. um and, and build some build some bonds and then, then you get to know them they get to know you they know you care um and they know that you're investing not just in the season or, or the next game but investing in their life um i think that's real important um about something you want to do you know local to east tennessee give us a shout I mean, we, we can sleep up to 50 athletes here at the Area Training Center. Um, you know, we love, we love that. That's one of, really one of, our, mm-hmm. one of our goals is to be able to do that for more teams. Coach T, anything else you can think of help you to focus in on the athletes? Um, I think one of the big things is making sure your athletes looking at um, higher level, um, you know, participants in their particular sport 
um, looking at the things that they do, looking at how they how they treat their bodies and how they treat their mind in in a lot of different ways, and it's introducing them to those people. I know I know one of the big steps that I try to take as far as just building a culture of wrestling is to to get them in the world of wrestling, you know, making sure that they know about Kyle Dake or Jordan Burroughs or who, you know, whoever it is, yeah. it doesn't matter. They need that little, that little dream, that little thing to, to attain. Just like the elementary school guys need to dream to one day be a football player on that football field or on the track or whatever. Um, you know, high school athletes need that same thing. So making sure that they're in tune with, you know, looking at learning from the highest level. If you, know. you if your athlete wants to be an all state, basketball player he's got to do what all state basketball players do right and not a lot of people do that's why there's not there's not that many yeah there's not a lot of those out there you know and and getting you know focusing in on that and and but even go beyond that you know into life you know and teach teach those skills and character traits that will help them be a good teacher electrician yeah uh, you know you know work ethic yeah being on time um, it, you know, those things go a long way beyond and, and not just, hey, we're going to set this standard and I'm going to yell every time you break it, but communicate, hey, here's why we do this. Here's where this helps. Talk to them like people. Look them in the eye. Um, celebrate those little wins. Hold them accountable for, you know, the times that they miss the standard. Uh, wins and losses and, and, you know, team rules and standards and character traits that you want to instill in them. Uh, when they mess up, and they will, guaranteed, <laughs> they usually know when they mess up, especially wins and losses. You know, tennis team gets beat. They know they got beat. You know? Yeah. He misses his serves. You know, that's he, what he, he did. He, he missed he, his serve. He knows. Yeah. He missed it. You know, so as a coach, I can beat him up for missing the serve, or I can help him correct the serve. Right. There's two different, there's, that's a totally different perspective. There's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's correction versus scolding basically. Yeah. And and there's going to be this, those times as a coach that, you, you know, you just, I've lost it. I don't know how many times I've lost it. I lost it a couple of times and I couldn't find it again. You know, there's going to be a couple of those that's going to happen. Well, and sometimes they need that. Sometimes they do need a little bit of that, a little bit of like, "Hey, this this is serious." Yes. I'm not just I'm not just telling you this because I like to hear myself talk. I'm telling you this because this is going to help you. You've got to do it. Yes, you've yeah. got and to. Sometimes do you it. have to say that with a little passion. Yes, <laughs> and sometimes you do, and and sometimes kids need a little kick in the butt before they they actually get on on the right track and and that's okay but sometimes we give them too many kicks too sometimes, many kicks yeah. not enough coaching and sometimes we give them a kick with a steel toe boot and and they're already down exactly so it's it's kind of gauging like where where your athlete is um you know if you got a guy that's really 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 he's he's got the good work ethic he's really struggling with pulling out some wins and doing some of the right things you've got to take that approach a little bit differently than somebody that is you know maybe even at a, a higher level and messing up on some other stuff. I mean, it's just, it's a different yeah. approach. Yeah. And really coaches, if, if you look at them as players, you're not going to know them well enough to know what approach to take. That's very true. You yeah. got to build that relationship and, and realize, you know, your players are people and, and treat them like people 
not robots, and coach them like players. Mm-hmm. And and that's key. That's so important that that we look if we're going to be intentional coaches that we look at those athletes, we focus in on them, and they know that we care. We we, we wouldn't be coaching if we didn't care about the scoreboard. The end of the season, I'm gonna look at my record. I'm gonna evaluate where we were athletically, sport-wise, but also, I mean, they know we care about that, but they got to know we care about them. Uh, if you don't care about your athletes, you probably will have a lot less of them <laughs> to coach. And it's really hard to put together a team if you don't have players. And they won't listen to you. It'll just be coaches. Yeah, we've off his we've, rocker again. Yeah, we've seen that too. Yeah, a coach walks in, and because he don't focus on them as people they just tune him out yeah they're still playing the sport because they love the sport but they're not going to reach the maximum potential your team's not uh so you got to treat them like people focus on your athletes let them know that you love them uh you know biblically i can't remember exactly how many times but i know it's over 50 times that it talks about one another's love one another be devoted to one another bear one another's burdens you know, you know, and that's, you know, coach-athlete, that relationship, it, it's not peer relationship, but it's important. Uh, we have so much influence. Uh, we have to make sure that we focus in on those athletes and they know we care. I think one last thing is, is and this is easier for some people than others, but I think, uh, you know, try to put your yourself in your athlete's shoes. You know, would I play for me? Exactly. Would it, you know, if you were in their situation, how would you handle it? And be honest with yourself about it. Don't say, well, I'm tough, so I'd be fine. I'd get through it. Well, no, really evaluate, like, how would you, how would you handle that situation if you were that athlete at that age? Yeah, that's a good point. Because a lot of times we look at the world at the age and experience that we're at instead of yeah looking at it from the perspective of 16-year-old girls basketball player. Yeah. Yeah, it's com- and it's completely different. I mean, you've you've had years and years of experience and 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 trial and error and messing up and all this stuff to get to the knowledge and the level of you, that you are. And so you sometimes you got to put yourself at that, you know, in that athlete in those cleats, right? I mean, yeah. And and you know, take that perspective. And I think that's really important. And like I said, sometimes that's easier for for some people than others. Um, yeah, but if you build your team and that's not easy for you. Make sure you got a member of your team that that can do that. There you go. Circles right back. Circles right back every time. Mm-hmm. We like circles. <laughs> donuts are circles, and I love donuts. I like donuts too. Everybody <laughs> likes donuts. Hey, let's wrap this thing up. We can go get some donuts. Yeah, sounds like a good. Hey, idea. we're glad you joined us today for the Intentional Coach Podcast. We hope it's helpful. Make sure you're focusing in on your athletes. Make sure they know uh, that they're cared for. Uh, think about that question. Why, why would an athlete want to play for me? Uh, what are you bringing to the table? What are you investing into their uh, lives, not just for this season, but but for the rest of their lives? Uh, Coach Perry here, Coach T, uh, we're glad you joined us. We love you guys. So you wouldn't want to be you. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Coach Podcast, the place you can come every week to find your heart and soul in sports.